What's up, y'all? It's Jazz. I want to welcome everyone back. And if it's your first time tuning in, welcome to the society. On this podcast, we don't sugarcoat nothing. And everything discussed is based on personal experiences. So grab your tequila because it's about to get real. All right, so I'm going to just get straight into it. Today's topic is dating in Atlanta. I'm going to just give a little background first of me personally, and then I'll share a few experiences, a lot of things that I be hearing about. Basically, I'm just get y'all hip to the dating scene. So I've been living in Atlanta for about five years. I'm originally from Detroit, and I just moved here to be exposed to better opportunities. Since then, I've definitely came a long way and wouldn't trade it for the world. The dating scene in Atlanta, I'm telling you, that's probably the only negative about living here. But everything else is a positive. Every time somebody asks me how long I've been single, I let them know that I never really consider myself having a real relationship. And they just be so shocked. Everybody's favorite line is, oh, my God, but you're so pretty. You got it going on. You got something going for yourself. Being pretty. Let me let y'all know that right now. Being pretty has nothing to do with being single. Just because somebody is pretty means nothing. Their attitude could be messed up. They probably ain't got no job, probably ain't got nowhere to stay. Like, it's a lot of hidden stuff behind being pretty. Now, me personally, you know, I got the basics, my own house, own car, own business, all that type of stuff. But at the same time, you know, I just feel like everybody wants somebody. And eventually it gets to a point where everybody needs somebody. Like, that's how we all got here. Out here in Atlanta, it's it's crazy. Like, the whole nightlife going out. Everybody is so materialistic. Like, it's totally a different world. Like, I personally feel like Atlanta is a different world. Like, it's it's not in the U.S. It can't be. Because out here, stuff is just so different. Especially coming from Detroit, even though I moved out here when I was like 20, 21 or 22, um, it's just completely different. Um, so again, I don't really feel like I've ever had a real relationship. So I've been single since forever. Of course, I dated. I currently am dating if that's what you want to consider it. I've been in situationships, all kind of stuff, but I've never actually just had somebody that I was just head over heels for, so in love, feeling like I could build. That just was nothing I ever experienced. Now, do I want to experience it? Of course. Like I said, everybody needs somebody. Everybody wants somebody. So that's something eventually I want to experience. But right now, now that I've been exposed to a lot of different ways a lot of different people me finding myself progressing in my businesses I honestly don't really too much care for a relationship right now I want to get me together I got a lot of stuff I'm working on internally it's a lot of things I'm figuring out about myself so I just think it's best that I continue to date until I really feel like I'm ready for a relationship because I used to be so desperate for a relationship Once I got out of that phase after being played by so many niggas, I'm just like, no, I'm good. I'm going to focus on me. I kick it with you. We can hang out. We can go out. We can chill, whatever. But 
I don't have the energy or the space to put all of my energy into somebody nappy head ass son. So let me touch on the night the nightlife. Out here in Atlanta, that is a big deal. You got clubs, you got lounges, you got bars, you got restaurants, but pretty much everywhere has food, drinks, and hookah and bottle service everywhere. So when I first moved out, I like to drink. I'm a drinker, so of course I wanted to go out and experience it. It was nothing like back home in Detroit. Every lounge or bar is technically a club. It's sections everywhere. For those of y'all that know, don't know what sections are, you go in the club, basically, it's couches, and you got the middle of the floor. But you don't want to be the one standing up in the middle of the floor. You got to be in the section. Like, it's to the point where if you're going out and you're not getting in the section, there's no need to go out. And when I tell my friends back home that they think I'm coming off as being bougie, but I'm not, I'm not bougie. Like it's, it's real life. You get a better experience and you get to, you know, out of crowd, but it's like, if you're going to go out to stand up in the middle of the floor, you might as well stay at home and stand up at home. So, um, the nightlife, you know, basically you could run into all type of people out here in Atlanta. Celebrities kind of not even celebrities because You'll see them anywhere. You can see them at the club. You can see them at Target. You will see them at the restaurant. And now, depending on who it is, you may have some people who running up to them and so starstruck. But for the most part, in Atlanta, damn near everybody is a celebrity. So, like I said, you never know who you're running to. Um, one thing I will say, though, is going out as a female, you can go out with the intentions of not being in the section or prepare to sit at the bar as soon as you walk to the club boom here comes somebody oh what's up hey ma or you know whatever they little lingo is and they'll bring you over to your section so you know you went out with no intentions on meeting nobody you may want wanted to just go sit at the bar have a little drink or whatever next thing you know somebody pulling you into their section that's just how it go now you done Save money because they buying all the drinks, they buying the hookah, they got you covered. Like, that is one thing I can say out here. Now, not all guys are like that, but most of them are. So, if you going out in Atlanta, nine times out of ten, you're not even going to have to come out of your pocket. So, that's a plus. Now, what gets tricky is we have regular clubs, we have after hours, we have after after hours, then we have people houses. People may want to link up. It's like once you go out, you don't want to go into the house until you completely through, like until you damn near passed out from drinking so much because it's just so much fun. You never want it to end. But see, some guys out here got it confused because they thinking if they get you drunk, they invite you to their section. Then they invite you back to the crib or try to come to your crib. They think it's about to go down. Uh, you know, like, I done been out before, met guys, you vibing, you drunk, you in tune, the attraction may be there. So, you know, you had those one-night stands sometimes. Like, not going to pretend like it never happened. And I don't want y'all to feel like it never happened or, you know, judge yourself or judge me or judge anybody. Like, we all grown out here. Do whatever you want to do. 
just be smart and be safe about it. But it gets to a point where you can't continue to keep allowing that to happen. That's why you have the term one night stand. It should just be one night, one time, or maybe, you know, a few times, but not too many times. Or at least, you know, if, if you're not getting none out of, nothing out of the deal, if you just out here just smashing everybody that comes your way, guys and girls, and nobody's benefiting from each other, then you kind of need to sit down and reevaluate your life because you're going about things all wrong. But definitely out here, it's the whole stigma of, oh, yeah, if you just get these girls in that land of money, then... You know, they'll let you smash. Not every girl is like that. Those are girls who don't have nothing going on for themselves or they so materialistic and they want to look like they got money, but they really sleeping on the air mattress. Those, those type of girls. And those are the ones who messed it up for girls like me and some of my friends. So not every girl is like that. And that's what I really want these guys to understand because they're damaged themselves, they're hurt. So they just going out with the intentions of feeling like every girl is the same. Oh yeah, I'ma just get her a bottle of Don Julio. I'm gonna get some Hennessy. Once she get drunk, we going back to the crib or we can get a room for the night, smash and boom, I'm out. I ain't gotta never hear from her again. Or even if I wanna hit her up, just to go get drunk again, take her back and smash. They messed it up for girls like us because now Every time me and my friends go out and we meet guys, you know, they look out for us. They take care of us while we out. But then they automatically thinking that they about to go back to the crib. Nah, slow down. You got the wrong ones. Really, my crew, we just the ones that just want to go out and have fun. Like, we just want y'all to be our homeboys. We really don't even want to kick it with y'all on that type of level. But it's always somebody that end up liking one of us. Then they want to try to put their friend on one of the friends it's like everybody can just be neutral why can't we just go out and have a good time without the drama like why do you always gotta want to talk to somebody now before I was meeting guys who you know take me out and pay for everything I was the type of girl who always loved to have fun love to drink so if I want to go out I'm going out because I can afford to foot my own bill I'm going out because I want to go sit at the bar or wait and see if a guy going to take care of my bill. No, I'm going out because I want to have some drinks. I want some hookah. And when the bill comes, I ain't got to worry about my car getting declined. But I ain't going to lie. Once I tapped into the world of guys paying for the bills and taking you out and buying bottles and all of this, it definitely was a different world. And I love that shit. Not even going to hold you up. It's just a good feeling knowing that you can go out and have fun and not have to come out of your pocket for nothing. Like, once I tapped into that lifestyle, I'm telling you, I have not looked back since. No matter where we go, if we don't already know somebody that's going out, we meeting somebody that's about to take care of everything. All you got to do is look good, dress good, makeup done, hair done, heels on, cute outfit. It's, it's just that it's just that simple, but you gotta be careful because if you're naive or you got low self-esteem and the fact that a guy giving you attention 
is enticing to you, you're going to get sucked up into it. And you're going to end up just falling for anything that these guys be out here saying. When you need to just go out, have your little drinks, go home, do it all over again. Go home by yourself. You ain't got to talk to everybody because these guys out here are liars. Liars. All caps. So, in Atlanta, you have two types of guys. You have American guys and you have Africans. And they are two totally different types of people. Now, as I say this, um, hopefully, you know, nobody gets offended. I'm not being discriminatory. None of that because I love them all. Like, I love them both. Um, I have nothing against my people at all. But for the, for the purpose of this particular particular topic, I do want to separately touch on the two different types of guys in Atlanta. Now, with the American guys, you know, I'm African-American, Black. So I'm an, I initially was only attracted to Americans because they understood my language. Um, with African guys, I cuss a lot. So if I get to cussing around them, they feel like it's a sign of disrespect, but that's just my particular culture. That's how I talk. So I feel like I shouldn't have to change how I talk just to please somebody else because it may be something about them that I don't like, which actually I don't like their controlling ways. I'm speaking on Africans. Um, they're so controlling. Not all guys are controlling. Well, you know, in a sense. But with them, it's just more so like, I appreciate the fact they don't want a girl to do anything. They don't want you to pull your purse out. They don't want you to have to pick up the bottle and pour yourself a drink. They'll do everything for you. They'll cater to you. They will treat you like a queen. But it kind of, you know, it comes with a little bit. You got, they want you to listen. They want you to do as they say. And I'm sorry, but I'm hard-headed. I'm, I'm not the girl that just easily listens to whatever you tell me to do. Sorry, no. I have a mind of my own. I'm going to do as I please. So that's the one thing I didn't like about them. When I first moved out here, all the Africans I came across, that's how it was. And I was just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to go ahead and stick to what I know. But as I got older, as I got on the scene a little more, I started meeting the cool Africans, the ones who I could have a conversation with, who know how to joke, play around, laugh, the ones that wasn't so uptight or super controlling. You know, they still wanted you to know that they was a man and they're going to take care of you. But at the same time, they weren't like super controlling. Or if I would cuss around them or say a little joke and stuff, they wouldn't take it to offense or feel like I'm being disrespectful. So I kind of, you know, had a newfound love for the Africans. I'm like, okay, you know, they're actually cool. Now, another difference between the two, American guys will lie out their teeth. It's so ridiculous. And with the Africans, they're going to be real with you. If they got one wife, three wives, five wives, and two girlfriends and six kids, they going to let you know. If they got no kids, no wives, no girlfriends, or, you know, maybe a girlfriend or a girl who think that she, his girl and one kid, whatever, whatever their situation is, they going to let you know up front. They going to keep it real with you for sure. And that is like one of the things I appreciate the most about Africans are 
they're not going to lie to you. But these Americans, they could have a wife and a side thing and a girl, two kids, still going to lie about it, talking about they single or it's complicated. No, you know what your situation is. So that is one thing I hate about Americans. Well, I hate about anybody in general. I hate a liar. And I've came across so many guys who were just so full of lies and eventually down the road after talking to them, I always feel like what's done in the dark is going to come to light. So stuff that was coming into the light, you know, there were moments where, no, I've never been in love, but I've dated guys that I had love for and I was in lust with them. Um, So basically, my definition of lust is really liking somebody enough to the point where you could see yourself being in love with them, but they haven't yet fully proved themselves. So uh, one guy I was talking to, talking to for a few years, a few red flags I should have been paid attention to in the beginning, never going to his house, never going on dates, all that kind of stuff. That should have been a strike to me. But, you know, it was certain things that I was attracted to and I was blind to some stuff. But almost like two years after kicking it off and on, voila, what do we find out here? He has a whole girlfriend. Yeah, that's why I haven't been to your house. So um, social media, definitely. I mean, you know, a lot of people feel like, oh, I only post what I want to post or what I want you to see which to a certain extent is true, but you can find out so much on social media without even looking sometimes. It's like it'll just fall right in your lap. And with that particular situation, that's what happened. I just scrolled one day, boom, everything just laid out right in front of me. So, you know, I just feel like if you're going to be out here dating or if you're in a complicated relationship, if you're miserable, if you're unhappy, If you're married, but you want to be divorced or you're married, going through a divorce, whatever your situation is, if your situation isn't genuine and you're not happy, be real with the person you're dating. At least give them the option to decide to move forward. Don't sit up here and lie and say that you're single when you know that you have a girlfriend, y'all just going through a rough patch. Be upfront with them. Let them know, you know, yeah, I got a girl. But I like you. I like your vibe. You know, I want to talk to you. I want to see what could possibly happen. Me and my girl going through a breakup or, you know, it's too toxic. Whatever the situation is, be real with that new person you're dating. At least give them the option to decide if they want to talk to you or not. Because at that point, they know what they're getting themselves into. So anything they allow or anything that happens from that point on is in the control of their hands. They can determine how that relationship moves forward just by knowing what they got into in the beginning. So my one piece of advice for guys, I know, you know, y'all grown. We can't make you do nothing y'all don't want to do. But if you're in in a complicated situation, whether it be marriage, a girlfriend, a fiance, whatever it is, if you got a situation going on, but you're still out there actively dating, just be real with whoever you're dating. You have no reason to lie to them at all. Just keep it real. And I promise you, we will respect you much more 
if you keep it real with us and give us the decision to continue to mess with you or not. Now, that last example was an American guy. Now, when it comes to African guys, I done had some let me know that they got a girl or that they living with their girl. I didn't even have some tell me that they was broke. Like, you know, I want to do for you. You deserve it, but I ain't got it right now. That's what I'm saying between the difference of the two types of guys. You got the liars, and then you got the guys that's going to keep it real and be real with you. And I appreciate those that keep it real because, you know, it's okay. Everybody go through hard times. Everybody be down. But at least let me know up front. So that way... I know how I can deal with you or not. And this is a perfect segue into one of my next bullet points. When it comes to dating, it's this whole big thing around money and sex. A lot of guys feel like these girls are gold diggers. They just want to get money out of us. I personally feel like if y'all going to be online flexing with all this money or that you driving a nice car or renting a nice car or you got all this designer stuff you basically portraying that you got money so you can't be mad if a girl approaches you that way now if you want some laid back cool stuff you know you post here and there but you don't got to flash your money you don't got to be extra flashy and flexing showing what you got you just cool with it that's a different type of thing if a girl approach you on some money type money. stuff because you ain't come off like that. But if you be on the internet flexing, I don't want to ever hear of you calling a girl a gold digger. I don't want to hear it because that's the image that you're portraying of yourself. So even if it gets to a point where a girl, where you approach a girl and you want to have sex with her and she like, okay, is you giving me some money or what you doing for me? You can't get mad at that because of the image you just portrayed for yourself. I, it's the saying that you got no business having sex with a guy you can't call in the case of an emergency. And it took me a minute to believe that because I've always been a girl like, I don't need a guy for nothing. I don't need his money. I got my own money. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to make sure that I'm good. So that way, if I do get with somebody and we end up breaking up, I'm going to still be good on my own and I'm not going to have to be dependent on him. But as I got older, it comes a time and a place where a woman got to know how to be a woman and a man got to know how to be a man. A man is supposed to be the provider. So it's not about me having my own money. It's about me dealing with somebody that can provide for me. So when it comes to saying that, okay, if you're going to give me some money, you want to set, you want to have sex. Just as quick as it is for a guy to ask you for sex, they should have no issue if you ask them for money. And that's just point blank, period. It should be no back talk. It shouldn't be no bickering, no back and forth. If you got the balls enough to ask me to have sex, then have the balls enough to give me some money. Now, I'm not saying it in a sense of, you know, it's getting to a point where you're paying for sex. No, it's just more so... How are we adding value to each other? How can I benefit from having sex with you? Now, yeah, we all grown. Everybody has their likes and dislikes and wants and needs. And sex is how we all made it on earth. So 
It's nothing wrong with that. It's just when you're in a dating stage and you're not in a relationship, you shouldn't just be out here being intimate with everybody if nobody is benefiting you. If I'm going to be kicking it with a guy and we're going to be intimate, yeah, I may want to take it there with you, but how are you benefiting me? If I got a business idea or if I need some inventory or if I'm short a little money that I'm trying to invest into something, can I come to you and are you going to be able to look out? You're going to be there for me? Do you got me? Like, that's that's what it comes down to with me and my friends. And that's why I'm putting this out there because it's a lot of guys that just feel like it's girls out here with no direction or they just want to be in the club every night or they want to be Instagram models. No, it's really girls out here that's really trying to do something with their self. They got businesses. They trying to continue to invest in their businesses. It's girls out here that's really trying to make moves. So how is me being intimate with you going to benefit me? You know, I'm not about to just do it for the hell of it. Yeah, I may get drunk. You may, you know, feel like you want to take it there. That's cool. But if it's happening on a consistent basis and you can't count on this guy to look out for you if you're down or if you just need an extra little help, you have no business laying down with him. No business at all. And it took me a while to realize that because before I definitely was just like, oh, if I'm going to do something with him, it's because I want to. I don't want nothing from him. I don't need nothing from him. But no, it gets to a point where I've had times where I've been messed up. I may have quit my job because I wanted to risk fully jumping into entrepreneurship or I may have gotten fired or I may not even have been making enough. And whatever I'm making is going into bills and, you know, maybe I can't afford to give me something to eat today or I'm short on a light bill or something. So if I was able to lay down with a guy and I can't even pay my lights, if I can't hit you up for forty, fifty dollars and you give me an excuse, I have no business at all to be dealing with you. And in the past, I was even the one who would be nice to guys and do stuff for them off the bat, just so I could prove myself that I don't need you, because all these guys, or most of them, talk about, oh, y'all just want a handout, or y'all just want money, or you just want to milk a guy, or whatever. No, I was the one, I'm going to show you I don't need you. I could buy you stuff. You ain't got to buy me no gift. I'm going to buy you one. But that got me nowhere. And guys took advantage of that. So, you know, after so long, I got over it and realized that, no, for me to do for you, you have to do for me. And, you know, yeah, that's mainly a part of what I went through in the past. But it just is what it is. A man's job is to provide. I'm going to be there to pick you up if you fall down. But at the end of the day, you got to prove yourself to me. If you think I'm going to be intimate with you, how can I benefit from that? And that also ties into intimidation. What I've experienced throughout dating in Atlanta is a lot of guys won't have it all together, but they'll be pretending to and they'll be lying to have it together. Guys are lie about having a house, having a car. And it's so sad because if you really got a lot about the necessities of life, you don't need to be talking to nobody but yourself and a therapist because you need some serious help. And I've noticed that guys may come across a girl that's out of their league 
but they won't express it to her. That's why they lying about having a car or a house or a job, different stuff like that, because they're intimidated. They really want to talk to this girl. They're really attracted to her. It could be a lot of different qualities that they see in her that they like, but deep down inside, they're intimidated because they don't have nothing going on for themselves and they don't even know where to begin. And me personally, if I just met you, I'm not helping you get on your feet. I'm not helping you figure you out. I barely even know you. You could be trying to take advantage of me. I don't I don't know what you could want from me. And the world is too crazy nowadays to even take that risk of trying to find out what you want. Now, if it was some high school sweetheart stuff or somebody you've been knowing for a while and they've been up but now they down and you know y'all together, whatever the case may be, and as a female you helping him figure it out, that's different. But if I just met you, don't think that we about to work on building something because you don't even have enough courage to keep it real with me and let me know your situation. Once again, don't lie to somebody about your situation. Give them the chance to decide if they want to allow to put up with you or not. I have to say that again for the people in the back. But a lot of guys really are intimidated. And I've personally witnessed it. I have friends who witnessed intimidation. So I just feel like if you don't even have an ounce of your stuff together, you don't need to be out here dating. Like, no one is perfect. I understand that. I'm not perfect. I don't got it all. I'm still, I still got a lot to learn. And it's a lot that I want to do that I haven't done yet. Things that I'm working on. I get it, you know. We all should want to continue to elevate ourselves. We want to grow with time. But you know your particular situation. If don't nobody else know, you know. So get you together before you look into dealing with somebody else. Don't bring that baggage onto them. Don't bring that negativity. Don't bring the toxicness. Like, leave that all on yourself. Heal first. Once you heal, then get out there in the dating scene. But until then, stay in the house and leave these girls alone. Like, and again, this is all speaking from experience. I've talked to somebody who lied about having a house, lied about having a car, lied about having a job. And it's like, really, like, we are too grown for you to be sitting up here lying. Why is you in the club? Why is you going out if you ain't even got no car? Well, let me take that back. Because living in Atlanta, honestly, I would be okay if you don't have a car. Every situation is different. But a house, an apartment, a roof over your head, that's a must. You need to have your own place. And honestly, at this point, we too grown to be having roommates. Don't get me wrong. I've had a roommate in the past. You know, it's a part of the whole, I want to be able to save this extra money. Or if you come into a new city, it's not your hometown. And if you don't really have family or friends there, yeah, it may be reasonable to get a roommate but it comes a certain point in time where you have to be grown enough 
to live on your own and provide for yourself. Now, guys in particular, we too old to be having roommates. A guy should not have a roommate if he is, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. If you are over 26, you should not have a roommate. I'm sorry. Now, everybody's situation is different. So maybe depending on whatever type of situation you got going on, maybe it'll be excusable. But if you're over 26, honestly, as a female and as a male, you should not have a roommate. You should not be still living at home with your parents. You shouldn't be living with your auntie. You shouldn't be living with your friend's mama. You shouldn't be living with grandma. I'm sorry. We too grown and you should want more out of life than to be dependent on somebody else. It's a lot of ways to get out here and make money. Choose one. Actually, choose several. So if if we got roommates, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm judging you right now. Yes, I am. Because we are too grown. Like, you should want your own space. You shouldn't have to worry about if you bring somebody home, worrying about if your roommate know them or just worrying about that at all. Be in the comfort of your home. Be able to enjoy your space and do whatever you want to do. Get it together. Get a job. Get a side hustle. Get a business. Do something. It's a lot of ways out here to make money. Like We really should not be struggling. Within the Black community alone, during this pandemic currently, I feel like Black businesses have been flourishing more than ever. So if we continue to support one another, it's not going to be a need to go to other places. We can get our own nail shops, own hair salons, our own clothing stores. We have the opportunity to do whatever we want. If you're passionate about it, do it. And you're going to get support. I promise you. The money going to come. As long as you're not only in it for the money, the money is going to come. Do not be out here dating. If you don't have your own shit in order, do not be out here dating. Work on you. Get you together. Really dig deep and find out what you're doing wrong or why your priorities are messed up. Don't bring that baggage on to somebody else. And don't be out here dating somebody knowing that you're secretly intimidated by them and try to take advantage. No. Talk to somebody beneath you or at your same level. But don't talk to nobody above you because it's going to clash. And honestly, y'all both should be trying to work towards being on the same caliber, being up there. Like I said earlier, if it's some high school sweethearts or somebody you've been dating for a while and you know them, that's cool if y'all trying to build together or help each other. But if you just now meeting somebody and you don't got it together, do not go for somebody that's out of your league. It's not going to work. Overall, I still love Atlanta, despite the dating issues. I love Atlanta. So much opportunity. I started two businesses here, and my first business that I've had for three years is doing better than ever. I I, I do love Atlanta. Not even going to lie. I will never put myself in a position to feel like I have to move back to Detroit. But when it comes to dating... I've learned a lot. I'm glad that I experienced what I experienced because in all honesty, 
it made me not even be pressed for a relationship no more. I'm not saying I don't ever want to have one because I do, but it made me appreciate myself more. It made me find myself. It made me be comfortable with myself. And honestly, it made me get more control of myself when it comes to guys. I'm not getting walked over. You're not taking advantage of me. I'm not proving myself to you. If you want to mess with me, it's going to be a genuine connection. And we both honestly need to be benefiting from each other. It shouldn't be a one-sided relationship or friendship. We both need to be building. We both need to be expressing ideas. We shouldn't just be trying to get something out of the other person. No. If you're going to kick it with me, I'm going to find out what you're interested in. You're going to find out what I'm interested in. And we're going to help each other if it really gets to that level. For now, I'm just having fun. I'm enjoying life. Can't really go out as much no more because of COVID. But for the most part, I'm just doing me. You're going to like me for me. You're going to respect me. You're not going to take advantage of me. I got the basics, and you should have the basics too. I done been through enough to know when I start dating somebody new, I could already see the lies. I'm testing you. Nobody's coming to my house. I'm pulling up to your house first so I can make sure you got one. Because if you ain't got no house, we might as well go ahead and just end things right now. We could be cool. No need to even try to take it to that level. Um, But hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. This is episode one. It is more to come. I got so many topics to talk about. Like I stated, I'm going to be sharing my personal experiences because I feel like if I can't keep it real with y'all and let y'all know what I went through, there's no purpose to do this podcast. There's no need to sugarcoat nothing. We all didn't experience it. I know I'm not alone. I may just be the only one who's not scared to speak up about it. Um, I'm not going to be saying no names of no guys in any of these episodes. I'm going to be letting y'all know the situations. If the guy's listening and if the shoe fits, wear it. I don't care. I wish you the best. Um, but yeah, I just, I really want to get to the bottom of things with this podcast. I really want everyone to become a better them. And basically the whole moral and purpose of the single life society is for us to focus on becoming whole before becoming someone's other half. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Please comment your feedback. If there's any questions that you have, you can voice your opinion. I understand everybody has their own opinion. I take constructive criticism. Uh, Just go ahead, share this with your friends, your family, your ex, your current situation, your guy, your girl, whatever the case may be, share with everybody. Please leave me feedback and stay tuned for the next episode.